GM. This is four things. Uh, I'm just hanging out watching a Knicks game right now. They're up one at the half. Looked like they were going to be up four. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is this is four things. This is where we talk about um, NFTs, hip hop, pop culture, um, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I have a special guest with me right now um, who has a project, uh, a new project. It's not a 10K project, but it's a project. Um but at the same time, like this is an artist that I've wanted to have on here for a while now. Like we've been we've been talking about this and lining this up kind of for a couple months. It's just uh, just kind of fell together this time. Um, but uh, and he just happens to have a project now. So, uh, guest, if you want to go ahead, let the people know who you are, what you do, why they may know you, or why you would want them to know you. Well, my birth name is Stephen Ray. I go by Brain Vomit in the NFT space and the art space. Um, I'm. I'm just an artist that stumbled across NFTs. Um, you might have seen me through Instagram before um, I got into the Twitter space. Um, and why I want people to know me is just I, I just want to inspire people. It doesn't doesn't have to be more than one person, you know. Um, right. That's really all that I care about. If I can inspire, maybe change someone's perspective is a you know, one, one person at a time. That's, that's really my goal. I don't, I don't have that, um, like mentality of like why people should know me. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of a weird thing. I just doodle all day and hope people see my stuff. So first off, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. of course, uh, the other thing is, but with the intro, so this is how that kind of came along was, when we had uh, guests on, we would have guests on that sometimes they would be like comedians, sometimes they would be models, sometimes they would be artists, sometimes they would be rappers, sometimes, you know. And then um, I, I, I hated doing like that intro where you like line somebody up where it's like this person has been in this magazine and this website and this and like they go through the full list and then you get to the guest and it's like, so what's going on? And they're like, well, shit, you just you just covered it all like that's uh, that's I guess we can get out of here now. So and the other thing is, is that I've, I've noticed is sometimes like if I if I intro a guest like I, I always use um, Jay Zone as a good example. Shout out to Jay. Um, Jay is like a former rapper, uh, hip hop producer. And then he transitioned into being now he's like a funk drummer. And, um, and if, if you were to introduce him on your show, like somebody might introduce him and say, Oh, this is former, uh, or this is hip hop artist, you know, producer and, and rapper. And he's like, no, like I'm, I'm not any of that now. You know what I mean? So I it's feel like, that. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like with the, like, who, like, who are you telling people who you are, what you do, um, why they may know you, which is again, in like Jay's situation would be like, you may know me because I'm like a hip hop, I was a former hip hop producer, rapper, whatever, why you would want them to know you. He might want them to know you because he's a funk drummer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like, fuck all that other shit. Just, just know me for this now. Yeah. I definitely actually went through that phase in my life too. I was a photographer before I got like really back into art. 
Yeah, I went to. I mean, I went to the Academy of Art. I studied photography for a few years, and I was doing it professionally for about eight. And uh, it was definitely a weird, weird feeling, you know, trying to put my just normal weird doodles and all that stuff out there for people to be like, "What are you doing, dude?" Right. Photography. I'm like, I don't <laughs> care about that shit like this. Like, like art's been my life. Photography, I thought, would be the the gateway to make a decent living. Right. That wasn't the case. You thought you thought photography was the art route, the, the the route to make a decent living. Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. Dude, no, I'm just playing. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy though because if you put NFTs in front of my face. And like it was just as big two, three years ago. Yep. Like when I was still like kind of doing a mix of both, I probably would have gone full force with my photography. Right. So it's, it's really weird to think about it like that. Cause I mean, I've done work for Visco, the editing app, and I've shot for Run the Jewels and Flatbush Zombies. Like, so right. it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I could have done something with it, but it just what it didn't feel genuine once I started getting back into the pen and paper, you know. You know what I you know what I've learned in this thing um over the last however many months. Um and I guess I apply to like you know, the years of experience of doing creative shit and all that. Um I learned that uh that this this whole scene, um, the more that you've done before nfts and all that like whether it be um like what you're talking about like photography and then you know you're also doing pen and paper stuff and then you transition to you know other other mediums or whatever it all just it all just stacks your deck you know what i mean like it just it just makes you that much more of a valuable player in the scene when it comes down to it because you have that much more to offer um in one way or another yeah whether it be actual like experience or just creative experience being on your own figuring out what craft is actually yours like that's no matter what you do with it you still have that experience like it's crazy and then it just I, makes you more like confident when you move forward agreed when i when i for and that's probably the reason why i get the rap that i get now about all oh, like like i've heard, i've had people in this scene tell me like you need to humble yourself and i'm like why like why do i need why should i humble myself like I'm I'm a very like I I look at myself as like a very down to earth dude like I I've been through a lot in my life that's that's you know at times where I wasn't as easy to handle like I've said it before um, maybe like ten years ago or so I I was I was I was kind of a headache to be around um, that's that's just like the rapper in me or whatever like that that rapper in me has has subsided now um, a large part but it comes out sometimes and and I think that's the when I get labeled as, uh, as recently, uh, I was, I was labeled confrontational. Um, I think that's where that comes from is like, it's, it's like you, you know, we all did stuff before this. And when you check into like this NFT space or whatever, you're expected to all of a sudden, it's like, you're like, you're showing up to work and you're like walking under a car wash or something like that. And like, and then you, and then like you pop up the other side and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm good now. You know, like it's a robot factory or something. And it's like, it's not that simple. Like we've all been through a lot of shit before this and now we're able to apply that here. You know what I mean? And, and I, I don't know. I think that that's important. I don't see why we should be uh, passive aggressive in this space. I think we should be confrontational and ask questions when it's needed. You know, if people think that's confrontational, then so be it. 
Well, the problem that I have is that they only. All right. So this is what this is the issue with this confrontational situation that really and I'm going to cling on to this word the same way that the same person said that my my integrity was in check. Like I'm I'm a person that like if you throw out certain, you know, certain words at me, like I'm going to remember them for a long time. <laughs> like that that's just how I am, because like right. until because like until I get some kind of an apology or some shit from like, yo, you know what, bro, that was my bad. Like I was out of line. I shouldn't I like I didn't I, I didn't I shouldn't have questioned your character like that. Like, I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? Like whatever, like then we'd be OK. But when I don't get that and then you double down and then you say that I'm confrontational. No, no, no. What happened was Five months ago, this dude said that my integrity would be in question because I was asking for, quote unquote, handouts and freebies from these 10K projects that were coming on my show. And um, and I said, my my integrity should never be in question because I'm being very upfront about about this and being very honest about this. Um, I'm not asking for two, three, four ETH for a couple of retweets or whatever. Um, I, I put in work over here. Like I actually do something over here. And. I've been around now for five months. Uh, I counted up recently over 60 hours of audio, over 50 guests or 40 guests at this point, um, projects and artists included. Like I've, I have put in my fucking work here. And this dude never hit me back to be like, yo, man, that, that time that I said that, you know, that your integrity was going to be in question or you were asking for freebies and handouts, like that was my bad. Like I shouldn't have said that shit. And I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, let's keep it moving. Like, let's, you know what I mean? Like, even if he, he didn't even have to do that, even if he just retweeted or shared the show and shit like that, because he's one of these influencers, tons of followers, does giveaways all the time, you know, all that shit. So why not just retweet the show? Like, if you're, if, if like you see that I'm out here working or whatever, like you see that I'm like, like, um, Steven and I had an interaction early where he hit me up and he was like, yo, man, I appreciate you retweeting the, the shit that you're retweeting. Remember this, Steve? Yep. And I was like, yo, of course I'm going to do it. And he's like, well, no, because there's people that like, you know, situations or whatever where like, you know, you'll like, you'll hook somebody up with something or whatever. And they just kind of like, they just kind of forget about it or like they don't. Even, and I'm like, yo, I'll never forget about you, bro. Like that's the, that's the way I am. So like, you can't call me confrontational because I called you out on some shit that you were just wrong about. Like you were just fucking wrong about it. Like it's not, it doesn't have to be confrontational. Just come out and say, yo, I was wrong about this shit. Then we can get over it and move on as community members or whatever. But don't call this shit a community when it's only a community when it's working out for you, where people are taking pictures out at NFT NYC and blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> I'm part of this fucking community, whether you like it or not. Like, and if you're and especially in the, in this particular person is if he's going to try to work his way into like the hip hop area of this community and shit, like in, in this part, like there's, I think everybody knows that right now there's certain members in this, in this community, this NFT space, that if you're trying to run a hip hop project, like you, you're going to have to get the, the check mark from all of us. And, and like people might not acknowledge me as one of those, but like, I mean, shit, Spotty's going to be on in a couple days. Like he's already been here and shit like that. Like he already knows what it is around here. Let's so, go. You know what I mean? So like, it, this isn't anything that they're like, I'm, I'm talking out of pocket. I put in my years, I did my 10,000 hours in hip hop or whatever. Like I, I did shows all over the place, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I wasn't huge, but I did my thing. Um, now in this podcast thing or whatever, I did at least 5,000, 6,000 hours between the blind box and four things. Y'all are going to have to put up with me, man. 
Like, and at some point you're going to have to accept it and just be like, yeah, I got to listen to his show. And then when you listen to the show, you can hear what I'm doing here. And you could be like, oh, he's not confrontational. He's just, he's just a, he's just a New Yorker. Like he's just an (laughs) asshole. Like he's just, but that's, I'm not confrontational, bro. If that was the case, why the fuck would I do any of this? Why would I, how would I, how could I possibly do this? Not even why, how? How could I string together interviews, guests, have people come back on, maintain good relationships with people? If if I was so confrontational, how would that be possible? Yeah, no, you wouldn't have anyone on your show. No, nobody that, would want to deal with Not me. only that, you just lined up your resume pretty crazy with the 4,000 hours, 6,000 hours and shit. Like you put in a lot of work and like that, that should be recognized, you mm-hmm. know, like in the community, like it's, I mean... I totally feel you because I put in, you know, countless hours into art and, you know, it took a lot for me to actually start getting, you know, any sort of traction. So like before that I had moved from selling my art for like the last three years, like I made a Shopify about a year and a half ago, maybe two years now. And I was selling, making a decent living doing that. But like, once I got into the space, I said, fuck all that. I'm not selling another physical piece of art through my website. I'm minting this shit. And it's like, I didn't wait for a sale. I just kept making more and more and more and more art each day. And it's like, man, like, you know, some people will see it and they appreciate it. But like, I have X amount of followers. Like, why is none of this even being seen? And then like, when someone would collect it'd be kind of like a silent collector and they wouldn't post about me. And it's like, right, right. Oh, like <laughs> that's am it. I, yo, I get Steve. I get people in my DMS all the time that are like, yo, I love what you're doing with the show, bro. Keep it, keep going. Blah. I'm like, yo, why couldn't you put this on the timeline right now? Like, this would be great. Like throw this the out there for me one yeah. time. And like, there's quite a few people like <laughs> Daniel got hits. Shout out Daniel. Yeah. That fool really like, he really helps like, and he really supports and like, I haven't had to give him anything for free and that he just genuinely fucks with me and he wants more people to see my art. And right. I feel like with one-on-one collection specifically, it's like everyone wants to hold the bag and keep it a secret until that one person drops a huge amount of ETH on the collection. Then everyone's like, man, I've been collecting since day one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yep. I get it. Cause you know, I mean, a lot of people just like to be like, yeah, I was first on that and I didn't have to say shit. I just knew yeah. I'm like, I get it. But like, help out the artist, like even more, the exposure means 10 times more, even if you don't buy a piece, like, you know, what you know? puts me in a weird spot, Steve, is that, um, so like, I'm not an artist, quote unquote, like until I started doing like these shrug lives and shit like that, like I wouldn't consider myself an artist. I would consider myself a creative. I would consider myself, you know, a lot of other things, but I, I don't know if I would consider myself an artist, but I, again, like hip hop stuff, like I always did like my own video stuff, my own, my own artwork, like for my covers and shit. So I guess I was, but like, I still With don't. army knife. You're a Swiss army yeah, knife. Yeah, exa- really. <laughs> 1000% bro. I've always called myself that. Like, that's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. People are like, what are you good at? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I've always looked at it as like, I don't consider myself great at, at very many things, but I consider myself good at a lot of stuff. And I also consider myself bad at a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot of shit that like, we could talk about all the bad things that, that that I'm bad at, but like that's a shitty podcast. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time, you probably still love the things you're bad at for the most part. Like I'm bad at basketball, but I still love shooting hoops. 
Oh yeah, you know? no, definitely. Yeah, no, there are definitely some things like that that I'm that, that I'm all for uh, for being bad at or whatever. But I just feel like um, it's like with this with this podcast or whatever with what I'm trying to do here. I guess wh- where I get frustrated is that like I see these tweets where people are like, "You need to support the artist," like you need to support the art, and, and I'm like, I fully fucking agree. I am one thousand percent on on the side of the artist, right? Yeah, and then. I see people that are like, yo, fuck the influencers. Like the influencers are trash. Like they're just out here just pumping and dumping and trying to pedal shit. And I'm like, I agree. That's why I don't do that stuff. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm authentic here with the podcast. Like I'll, I'll tell you what I think about something, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't really get like the love from like, you know, from that. Like I don't really get the love from like being an artist, quote unquote. Like I don't really get the love. So like, I don't really know where the fuck I fit in in all this because at this point, like, I don't really feel like people like when they when they talk about like, oh, we need like there's I have a I have a theory where people talk about like we can't pump and like we can't have pump and dumps like you can't pay influencers for to, to push your projects. And I'm like, yo, I agree. Like that's I think that that's a, I think it's garbage to, to pay an influencer like five Ethereum for a couple of retweets or whatever and to buy some of your project, quote unquote, and give them to your friends and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not a fan of that. I'm I'm a fan personally of the old school radio way where you pay for promotion, where you just you have commercials and you have, you know, there's a service provided for what you're what you're paying for. And and then you're treated like a product or whatever. But then people look at that and they're like, oh, you're looking for freebies. You're looking for handouts. You're looking to get paid for something that you should be doing for free because you love it, because it's a podcast, because it's just for fun, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, these are the same people that are complaining about how come all these projects just dump money on influencers? How come there's no organic um, community building? But look, I'm, my show is is at this point as organic as you can possibly get. And if you're not in favor of me, um, you know, getting paid off of this shit in the right ways, or if you're not, you know, sending me projects to, you know, and telling them and, and saying, hey, this is where you should be looking. And when they say how many listens do they get that say it doesn't matter. Like this dude's an active part of the community. He's out here like this is where you want to go. Like these these are the people you want to connect with. Then they can give me a little two point two five or point five or whatever, pay some bills for me, get some groceries, and I can I can talk about them on the the show, do a regular ad or a regular commercial or whatever, and then everybody wins and we keep it moving or whatever. I'm like, but if oh, everybody- you mean like a regular podcast? Like when you listen to a regular podcast on Apple Music and they have ads, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they write, they read the script or whatever they got to do. Exactly. Yeah, no, dude. Exactly. It, it, people, the space is it's it's strange because it's the wild west. So people are like, there's no rules. So why are you right. doing this like this? And I don't right. want to do that. And it, it's. But they'll go do the most like immoral thing. Yep. And that's to go pay someone with a hundred thousand followers. Yep. It's crazy. Or they'll or they'll just say, Well, you have to build a community. And it's like, yo, do you like and then they'll say, Well, I know how long it takes, but that's what you have to do. It takes a lot of effort and time and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, man. You guys got to understand real business. Not everybody's here to try to build a community. And like, and you could say, oh, well, those people need to get out. But why? Like, maybe people want to collect those just as much. Like, when I bought a Cunning Fox or when I bought, like, even like a Crypto Mori, I didn't know what the fuck I was buying. Like, I didn't go and look at the roadmap and like do all this crazy DYOR. And I was just like, yo, it, it looks like cool artwork to me. Um, they're, re- they're reasonably cheap or whatever. I have it in my wallet right now. I'm going to grab a few of these. And so I did. And like, 
that's it. And like, maybe those projects are just here for the, the collectability of it or whatever. And like, and, and they should have an outlet to be able to outlet their, their, uh, their product or whatever. Cause that's at this point, that's what it is. It's a product. Yeah. Not everybody's a one of one artist. No, no. You know? And I mean, like just seeing like, that's kind of like one of my favorite things is not everyone's a one of one artist and like a generative project is also like, just an easy way to find your people right it's so like right. if you if you have a community that's ready to purchase and mint of course like it's just like oh i have like i mean cool cats is a great is a great example because that was like led by an artist made by an artist that fool worked his way you know and and then like same with sup ducks like those yep. those ones like yep it's it doesn't even matter at that point what the utility is you're like right. really supporting the artist and they get to find their community that appreciates them like within a snap of a finger almost yeah it's it's like if you went to like a a, a gallery or you know like a show like if you're a hip-hop artist you go to like a, a concert or whatever you know you perform and you bring fucking like 30 shirts or something like that because you figure like okay i'm just gonna have like 30 people there that are gonna want to buy shit and then all of a sudden like you have 300 400 500 people there that that really want to support your shit and really want to buy shit but you don't have the shirts yep like that you can't blame them like they want to support or whatever so it's like how can you give them something to support exactly that's the way that i look at it is like that's it just gives people a chance to be able to have something to support and like and the other i guess the other thing that i think is real funny about this that i think of like where my position is in this and like where i've kind of like I've, I've kind of fallen in this and, um, you know, for better or worse. Um, I think it's funny that people are like, there's one side where people are like, these 10 K projects are garbage. You shouldn't have them on the show. Like they don't even want me to have them on the show. They're like, you shouldn't have them on the show. You should be just talking to, to, to regular artists. You should just be talking to the people that are out here grinding, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then there's other people that are like, oh, yeah, I think that having 10Ks, you know, on the show is, uh, is great or whatever. But the people – It's the people, insightful. The people that – that's how I feel. That's exactly – and it gives the, the, the kind of – like it gives the person that might be looking to buy. It just gives them an opportunity to kind of hear from the project or whatever. But what I think is funny is I treat the – like they're like, oh, these 10Ks are just cash grabs. Like they're just out here trying to cash grab from the community, blah, blah, blah. And then – I put a price tag on them and I'm like, all right, if you're going to be on the show, then this is what has to happen. Or if you want to do a promo package on the show, this is what has to happen. And instead of people being like, yeah, man, get your fucking money from these dudes. Cause they're making fucking $2 million off the community or whatever. Like we need to get some of that back into the community somehow. And even if I can't get it, like it's good that you're getting it because I know that you're going to at least buy artist pieces and support artists and blah, blah, blah. Instead of that mentality, People are mad at me and I'm like, why? Like I'm trying to, if you're, if you're so mad at me, like if you think that I'm a cash grab or whatever, at least support me cash grabbing the cash grab. I mean, that the, at the least, it like, only what makes the, sense. <laughs> that's how I look. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I just look at it as like, I don't think that's so bad. Like I, I mean, even if I'm the worst person on the planet earth or whatever, like I'm taking money away from a, a $2 million, like, basically at that point it's like a corporate movement and somebody's like no don't ask for a a, a 0.08 uh 
uh, pro- piece of a project. Don't ask for two two NFTs that are worth 0.08 that are probably going to drop down to 0.01. Right. It, like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. It's so, so again, this is, what I, this is what I get called confrontational for. And that's why I think it's real funny is because I'm like, I'm one of the most supportive fucking people that I know in terms of like, I'll, I'll retweet your shit. I'll hit you up to see like, like I got people that I, I've known for 10 years online that I've never met in real life. And like when they have real life shit happen, like I had an artist that I followed for a couple months in this scene. And when he announced that he was having a baby, like I never even talked to this dude like that. When he announced that him and his girl were having a baby, I hit him up like, yo, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And then two months or two weeks later, this dude wants to hit me up and argue about anti-vax shit and anti-mask shit and then unfollow me and blah, blah, blah. For what? Am I, am I I'm confrontational because I, I told him I didn't want to fucking talk about it? Like I told him straight up like, yo, I'm not, I'm not here to deal with that shit on my timeline or whatever. And then, and then he, and then he unfollows me. I'm on, I'm confrontational. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do here, Steve? Like, that's, what's crazy to me is like, how am I supposed to handle it? Cause I've been trying to handle it like the, the bigger person, but it's like, I keep seeing all these like influencers and shit. And all they do is they just cause problems and issues and have problems with people and then apologize about it. And then blah, blah, blah. And then that's how they get fucking traction. I think all this shit will get weeded out once once there's an okay actually i can't say that i think it's gonna go one of two ways it'll either be they'll get weeded out once mass adoption happens and people will realize like if there's so much more you can do your own research so much quicker than just reading someone's opinion and like once you read someone's opinion why do you want to why do you want to take that in and be like that's the right thought right like I just feel like everyone's going to start looking at like these three, four main fucking people and being like, these people are jokes. Look at what they talk about. If it gets mass adopted, they're get, those three will be canceled so quick. And I don't like cancel culture, but that's just what it is. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> like, I mean, they're idiots. I mean, I don't think they're idiots, but they're, they're <laughs> they don't think when they tweet and they have so many people at their fingertips, dude. Yep. It's, it's dangerous. No, I, I agree. And that's where, and and like I said, like, that's where I think it's crazy for me is because like, when I can't, like, when I try to say something to my timeline or when I try to talk about something, like I'm just speaking from like collector's advice, speaking from a little bit of like, um, you know, market advice or whatever, like I might be able to, I might be able to help you flip a little bit or whatever, but like, I'm not involved in, I can't make these projects swing. Like, like if, if I go and tweet about a project, like I tweeted about crypto Maurice two weeks ago, like that shit didn't move. And Dude, I almost got him when I saw that too. That was the funniest thing. Yeah, I almost but, topped one when I saw you, and then I was like, uh, and then I saw my timeline going crazy yesterday. I was like, shit. <laughs> you know what's crazy, Steve? Is like that's what that's what's funny is like a lot of people like in this scene is is they'll go to like a thing where they'll be like, well, how much how much is your portfolio? Like how much is you how much have you made? And I'm like, yo, I didn't start with shit. Like I didn't start with shit. I didn't really get shit along the way. I don't really have shit. So what do you expect me to all like you want me to have one of these stories of like flipping like like grabbing three cool cats or whatever a point oh two and then selling them for five Ethereum or whatever and like that's not what my story's been. Like I've I've been out here like collecting shit or whatever. Like I have some like solid shit in my wallet and I make some good moves. And then sometimes I'll make some like eh moves, but like I never like if I aped into Maury's the way that I would have, like the way that I wanted to. 
I would have picked up like probably like five to 10 of them last week if I had it like that. And then I would be sitting lovely right now and everybody would be like, holy shit, you're so good at this. Yeah, dude. Like it's literally (laughs) dogs barking. It's literally like, it's one of those things where I, I totally like, I had like $600 in my bank account starting this, this journey. Right. And, and then I had, so MetaMask does the crazy thing where like it, it, you know, you have to re-download it and sometimes your wallet address will get lost in the abyss and you have to like reclaim it back or whatever. Like, it, Oh Lord, I haven't had that. Um, so literally it's just like, it's like a hidden, it's like when you like go to sign in and it's like hidden, well mine like hid forever. So I had like my first two NFT sales um, in that wallet. So there's like my first $600, dollars that i made from nfts are like in a, a wallet that i can't access that but sucks. when you look on my open it still says from march 2021 so like i'm still under the same wallet so i'm like huh. what the heck um but from there dude like night kids um that did a lot for me dude like like i i literally can't thank that project enough even though it's it started off rocky right that like that is literally like that that's what changed my life and i've i've made some really good flips because i was able to you know be in that situation because i'm like i don't need any money in my bank account (laughs) what does that matter you know and yeah and i just kind of was like you know i bought a mutant and i was able to flip that for like quite a bit of money <laughs> and um i ever since then it's weird i get dms sometimes saying like people watch my wallets and watch my activity and shit right and the Creeps. only time i've made i know the only time i've made like not a bad decision because i love the gutter gang mm-hmm. but i bought a rat when they're like about to break a three floor right and you know, I, I'm not going to like take my losses and try and flip it for what it's worth now. Like I, I was never intending on flipping it, but it's just like, Ooh, seeing that's like, Oh shit. I've never like actually lost that kind of money. Like right. to where I can't gain that back yet. Like, Holy shit. Cause three, I got my, I got my, I got my boy in on gutter cats and gutter rats at 1.7 each. Um, and he bought like multiples and, uh, and, and the, 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 the rats were even lower actually. The rats, I think were like, when he got them, they were like, uh, like 1.1 or something like that. And, um, he, I mean, again, that's one of those things where like he, I, I talked to him and he said, he mentioned that he had some ETH and I was like, how much is some? And he's, and he told me, and it was way more than what I expected. And what, I was so, like, yeah. Cause some to us is like probably below one, you know? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. And like, he was like 14 and I'm like, what do you mean 14 ETH? Like, what are you doing with that? And he was like, what do you mean? What am I doing with it? So like, I put him onto some plays. I put him onto a punks comic. I put him onto some, some gutter rats and gutter cats, um, and all that type of shit. And like, I, you know, um, and they all worked out fucking great for him. But again, I'm still sitting here with nothing. So it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's frustrating for me because like what you're saying, like with the, the night kids collection or whatever, like, <clears throat> um, I, again, I, I'm not saying like, I've been here for five, six months or whatever. Like I, I'm every day on Twitter. I'm every day doing the podcast pretty much at this point, like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. 
I haven't really had very many people reach out to me to collab, like, or to, to involve me in a project where they're like, yo, I can get you some bread off of this. Like, you know, I, I see that you have a talent and, and we can use that for the project. Like you can, you can promote the project. Um, you can be involved with the project creatively because I notice you, I notice you're a creative dude and you have, you know, two collections now up on, on open sea of, of stuff that you do photography wise and shrug life stuff. Like there's like certain things that I feel like, Somebody could easily approach me for that or an artist could approach me for that. And that shit could change my life. Like that shit. Like if I, if I collab with an artist and, you know, or a collection or whatever, and, and I'm, I'm involved in that and I can make, you know, one, two, three ETH off of a, off of a launch or off of a, an auction or, you know, some shit like that, just something crazy, whatever. Um, I even said it on the project, on the show before, like if one of these projects, uh, drop airdrop me pre-reveal, uh, you know, two or three of their projects or whatever pre-reveal I'm talking about. Yeah. I might, who knows? Maybe I, maybe I get a laser beam something or a gold skin something or whatever. And I sell that and I make five ETH and then all of a sudden I can turn around and invest in fucking animators and fucking, uh, creative people for the show and advertising and all that type of shit. And I can actually compete with some of these fucking, you know, these, these influencers with 20, 30, 40,000 followers that are doing giveaways every day that don't fucking do a thing in the scene other than just, just follow people and put up tweets. No, I feel you, man. I totally, I totally you know? feel you. And that's, that's kind of like, even though I'm not doing a 10 K, like that's exactly, that's how I feel. Like, like I, like now that I got, you know, my little chunk that can keep me safe and then I can go and invest in a, my own like project and right. like, build yep. my, you know, build the project around the artist and myself brain vomit. And, you know, like, why like why shouldn't i be as successful but it's like damn like how do they like some projects will go from like 500 followers to like 7000 followers overnight yeah it's just from buying ad teams and yeah. just doing all that type of stuff and like just you know and just falling into like the info and that's what i'm saying is like people could look at it and be like well why don't you just buy ads like why don't you do that and i'm like because i don't I don't want that type of an influx of listenership to this show where all of a sudden one episode I have 200, 300 listens or whatever. And then the next episode I have fucking 10,000 listens and everybody's like, Oh, this, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh no, he's great. No, he's no, he's an asshole. No, fuck him. No, I love him. No, I I don't want to deal with all that. Like this show is here. It's been here for, for six months now. If you've been in this scene for six months or whatever, which I know a lot of people have because I've been following them, if they don't, if they don't at least know that I exist by now, and and if they're not supporting the show, like they're just assholes. Like they're that's just what it comes up. down to. They're just fucking up. And that, well, and that too, <laughs> and like, and people can hear this and be like, "Bro, like you got to relax." Like, no, man, like this is. I put a lot of work into this. I put a lot of effort into this. The same way Steve does with with what he does with uh, with brain vomit and, and his collections. Um, the same way with any artist that comes through here. Like this show isn't isn't like a sit down interview for the artist. This show. I've found is almost like a, a, a recap of the NFT space um, with some some hip hop talk, some pop culture talk, and the artist is included, and we get to hang out. We get to hear from my perspective, from their perspective. Like 
that's what I contribute. You know what I mean? And I've, and I've contributed it this whole time. So like, I'm going to keep fighting for it if I have to, like, if I have to fight for it, I'm going to fight for it. And like, uh, this, this dude that called me confrontational and followed me earlier, like, you know, it's again, like it's, it's that type of shit where it's like, I'm confront I'm confrontational, but he's the one that, that name calls and then dips out. Like it's the same type of shit, man. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I had someone talking shit. shit. I had someone talking shit on Twitter the other day who was like kind of a homie and, uh, and I was just like, man, like, damn, I thought we were homies. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to be like, man, why are you, why are you subtweeting me and shit? And because I know it was because he was adding in brain vomit and mixing brain vomit in between sentences and shit. And Oh, uh, see, I think you and I are going to end up standing on different sides of this, but but maybe you can see my, my, my side. Um I'm not saying that he was right by by any means. By the way, before I start this, um, but but I'm going to say I've been accused of subtweeting before, and here here's my thing. Um, to me, a subtweet is like if I'm trying to hide it where it could be addressed to like four or five or six different people, but but it's really addressed to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I'm the type where like I won't at somebody in my tweets because I'm not giving them my engagement. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my outlook on it. Like I'm not going to give you the engagement. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of like getting added in the tweet over and over again and shit like that. If you care, it's it goes it's the same thing with the show. Like I'll talk shit on the show and if somebody wants to call me on it and be like, "Yo, man, I heard you talking shit." All right, we can have that conversation. Like what did I say? Like what what's the deal? Um but if you don't if you don't listen to the show, get the fuck out of here. Like, what do yeah. I care? So <sighs> like, it's so like, why do I why do I care? What you, you if you didn't listen to the show and hear what I had to say, then like it doesn't really matter. So it's the same thing where like if you don't check my timeline, then you're not going to see what I'm saying. And if you do check my timeline and it's about you, you can hit me up and be like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on?" Or you know, like, "Why'd you say this about me?" Or "I saw you saying shit about me." Okay, cool. Like we can have that conversation. I'm not hiding from it. I just don't want to give you the engagement of it you see what i'm saying so yeah. like I, yeah so that i'm I'm just saying that might no be, uh, i feel you it, it was just funny because i like my like he said like because he's a collector of mine so he said he was gonna burn the flowers it's almost mint time and shit like that and i was so like weird bro what and why so, are people so fucking passionate about that shit i don't know man and he like really was going off from like midnight to like six in the morning and i didn't give him a time of day right and he still follows me like so yep. i'm like all right i don't i'm i don't care <laughs> right I'll, like i seen that shit and i was like bro what what go what whoa that came out of left field bro what did i do wrong but at the same time i'm like <laughs> i don't want to ask you while you're mad right, right right come back to this in a few days or something but that shit was just so funny and then my friend was like yo uh i just i think i just gave like fed into some fud and i was like what and he was like go check your timeline and i was like He's like posting memes about my flowers and shit under all the subtweets and shit. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that's weird. Like that's where – and that's what I'm saying. Like when people say – and again, it goes back to that confrontational thing. When people say I'm confrontational, like bro, you have no idea the amount of times that – if you think I'm confrontational, you have no clue the amount of times in this space that I could be really over the fucking top. Like, like 
it starts with the super yetis i won the giveaway and i got banned from their discord for from from a troll that they promoted as mod like i could have went crazy on the super yetis i could have done you know multiple episodes i could have done skits i could have done you know tons and that's of when shit. it was early that's when it, it was early. early so people really would have taken that in you know and i could have really blasted that out there and, and and made it look like i was the victim and shit like that i didn't do any of that shit i just said you know what these guys can keep going about whatever they're doing um i'm gonna go my way or whatever like so i I didn't do anything about that then the situation with this with the integrity and the freebies and the handouts and all that i could have dragged that on for fucking months like if you think i'm confrontational about that all right so now we get into now now the next example would be the same guy that calls me confrontational right now is co-signing a hip-hop producer that he's trying to bring into the nft space that i was on tour with quote unquote that i was asked to go on tour with by the person who put together the tour I now I was only supposed to join for like three shows at the end of the tour. Not a big deal. Like it was just some shit to be able to get some 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 more experience, some more fans, you know, some more uh, whatever, just some some time on the road. I sat in a van with this fucking guy from Utah to Colorado. He got drunk when he got to Colorado with his buddy, uh, who's also a rapper. They both got drunk. All night they were drunk and, and, and I don't deal with drunk people in general. Like that's not what I, that's, that's like my one thing that like can usually get me kind of like kind of off, uh, off, off balance or whatever. It's like, I just, my, my, my dad's an alcoholic. Um, he's a recovering alcoholic. It, it's been like a lifelong thing. Um, I just have a low tolerance for people when they start to get real stupid when they're drunk. For sure. Um, especially when it's about my money. So I was supposed to be in this contract or whatever to get paid uh, this little bit from the show that would have been able to help me get a flight, a quick flight from, from Colorado back to Utah because they decided to pull off at the end of the tour. They're not going to do the last two to three shows anymore. I'm now basically stranded and they're going home to their wives. So I, I told them, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm going to get paid, right, or whatever. They're like, no, like, no, you're not in the contract. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I took the spot of the person that was in the contract. Therefore, you would think that that would just be – it would just be a – No-brainer. Yeah, a no-brainer, like a like a, a moral kind of like, you know, a, an artist integrity type of thing to be yeah. like, yeah, all right, we're going to – we got you, blah, 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 no worries. They said, no, you got to talk to your boy about that. We, we – you know, there's been issues this whole tour, blah, blah, blah. This, I'm like, yo, I have nothing to do with that. I just got to get from point A to point B. Are, are y'all going to keep your word and help me out here? Or are you know, you're not doing that. No, nah, fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. Real, real fucking ignorant about that shit. And I was like, all right, I'm never going to forget this shit. I'm telling you, I told them that night. I said, I will never forget this shit. I'm promising. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Ha ha ha. All right. Okay, cool. So now this dude that says that, that I'm confrontational is now co-signing this other dude that that tried to leave me in another state basically uh and and you know and and, and my my integrity is in question um <laughs> and and so all these things combined cooked up in a pot that shit's going to make me confrontational bro yeah like at that point I could be way more fucking confrontational. Like, like y'all have no idea what the fuck I have been through in terms of rap shit in the terms of like hip hop shit in the terms of life shit, drug dealing, whatever. Like I'm like, this is the least confrontational I have been in my entire life on this planet. I got two puppies and a girl and in a house and I'm straight. Like I am happy, like I'm good, but don't do some foul shit to me. 
and then come back around. Like I said earlier on Twitter, don't flick my ear. And then when I turn around to fuck you up, you go, what's the problem? I didn't do anything. Blah, blah, why are you so mad? You you flick my ear, bitch. Yeah, like, fucking class clown type shit. Yeah, just leave me the fuck alone. Like if it's if it's like that, <laughs> leave me alone. And and if if you see that I'm I'm out here barking about some dude that you're trying to bring into the scene, and I'm like, yo, you should talk to your. And he followed this dude followed me, so he knew that I was talking. It's like what you're talking about. Like it's not a subtweet. He knows exactly who I'm talking about. There is nobody else. I want it to ingrain in his head when he's reading my timeline, and he's going. Is he talking about? Oh, he's talking about. Oh, he's talking about. Oh, he's definitely talking about me. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about you. There's nobody else. If the shoe fits, it, there's nobody else that I could possibly be talking about. So, no, and he knows that. So, so like, like at that point, connect the dots. Be a grown man about it. Hit me up and be like, "Yo, what did my boy do to you?" Or like, "Yo, or like, what's what's the issue here?" Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like with that dude that was your collector, he's going crazy. If he's making memes and shit like that, and he's going out of his way to make comments on posts, and to me, that's confrontational. I, that's bitch made. I've never done that shit. I don't do that. Yeah, you no, know what I'm yeah, saying? For sure is, and that's the thing is. It all comes down to me not doing something for free for him. Right. That's really what it. That's really what it comes down to. Like I started my generative project, um, because I, I, my homies that are my developers, like they, they got their, you know, their schedules cleared and shit, and everything started lining up. So I dropped what I was doing for free, which was kind of extensive amount of work for uh, unofficial gutter gang collaboration. Okay. It was it was like twelve or. 13 different fucking gutter cats and shit like it was intense and like i'm doing this on my own time for free you know trying to be nice mm -hmm. and then i put it on the back burner to put something out that is like actually going part of to, you yeah that's actually part of me literally going to like center <coughs> like the the the, the NF, like my generative project is literally going to center myself to where all of my token, the people who hold the tokens will be able to access first round will be like first shirts will be free. I'm going to be doing a bunch of merch shit. I've got a collaboration with Michi Darko, um, from Flatbush zombies. We're yeah. working on a clothing brand ourselves, like me and him. So like, that's a whole nother thing. He's got 12 of my pieces and he's doing crazy shit with them. Um, so, you know, like there's all this shit I want to do in real life events. I want to do, you know, like actual art shows. I want, my the collectors to be able to access through their token to gain physical pieces that i drop shit like that and it's like i'm sorry i had to put your shit on the back burner because that's just a doodle like it's just a, you know like i'm this is my life like yep like i'm trying to for one set myself up so i don't have to fucking stress all the normal shit in life but Besides that, like I'm trying to build a community here and like I'm I'm gonna build... add a little bit of salt to that guy's wound real quick and I'm just gonna say this. Um when when I needed that head from uh from Steven for the for the hip hop bodies, which have now turned into the struggle life project uh, on my open sea, um he got that shit to me immediately. Uh it pays to be early, baby. <laughs> it pays to be early. I uh I've I've been up on I've been up on brain bomb and stuff uh, for a minute now. Um, and that's the way it goes. Like at one point Lurk was on this show and like, you could hit up Lurk and, you know, and say to him like, Hey, you know, you want to do a collab or like, you want to do this or you want to do that. And he would say like, yeah, I got some time. Like, let's, let's figure it out or whatever. Try hitting up Lurk now. Like, just try, 
And like, you can't, like, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Cause like, he's too busy. And you know, you can't get mad at the artist once they no. fucking, if they don't no. realize them like that, they put themselves in too deep when they're doing something for free, when they got a bunch of other shit going on, you know, it's just like, man, what's like, if that, I think that's where it just comes down to like the people who have money and want to be hype or whatever about the space. But like the people who actually understand the artists are normally the ones that like, didn't start out in the space with money. Right. And that's just kind of how it seems like, you know, people well, I, don't appreciate the artists as much. They're like, give me the art. I'm asking you to do this cool thing. Right. It only takes a couple seconds. That's, that's the reason why I ask for a head, by the way, instead of like a full on collab body, like all this other like crazy shit. Like you wanted to do the body. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know, if you want to knock out the body, I'm all for it. But, um, but with a lot of artists, like they, they, like, I just look at it where I'm like, yo, I just need a head. Like, yeah. that's all I need. Like, don't like, you don't have to go crazy. Like you don't have to like, you know, you don't have to do anything crazy. Like you just got to send me a head and I'll do the rest. Like I'll drop it on the body. Like, well, I'll make it work. Um, that's, that's the best collab way that I've found because of the fact that you guys are so busy right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, especially with that boom that came in like, dude, like late August, September, right. that shit was, that shit was just like, everything was moving and grooving and like, it was like everything was going crazy. So it was like just constantly trying to work on shit. And then you realize you can't juggle that all, man. You know, like, man, what are you doing? You just agreed to like two other people, like fucking commissions, but I don't charge people for commissions till I'm done. So if I don't fucking do them, I'm like, sorry, yo. (laughs) I like that way. I don't think I've ever heard that way, but I like it. Dude, like literally, like I did that. I did it for quite a few people, honestly, a few apes and like a punk owner and shit. Like I was like, yeah, I'll send like, I'll send you the preview before it's done. And then if I, once I meant it, like, or before I meant it, you give me the, you give me the commission charge, you know, but right. It's just like one of those things where we we want to create as much as we can. And when people are interested in our work, you know, it's like you want to you want to try and fit them in. And then you realize you're like not actually doing things for yourself. And then like that's where I like literally just dove into my generative project and just was like, dude, this is the longest I've ever focused on anything in my life. Like two months straight of like dealing with trying to understand code and how to launch the smart contract and all those things. And like, also like going through like 30,000 different images to make sure everything's perfect before I regenerate for the final batch. Like it took so much work and I'm like, yo, this dude's really going to come out the cut and just start talking shit on my generative project. Cause I've been working on it for two months and I didn't do his. Okay, man, whatever. I enjoy the FUD. I embrace it. I scroll through it. I scroll past it. And that dude was waiting for me to respond. He'd be posting shit like, I know you see this. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but I'm not giving you the time of day. And that's what I'm saying is like, that's the, and that's the, um, that's the, uh, that's the risk I run by not tagging somebody in it is that it makes their day and they don't have to like, they don't reply, like they don't have any obligation to reply, whatever, but that's fine with me. Like that's the, like, that's for, that's for, for me, like my time I've, I've said it before. My timeline is for me. You know what I mean? So like if somebody reads it and like, that's how they feel afterwards, I'm like, all right, cool. Like hopefully tomorrow will be a better day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm like, saying like, well, normally your sub like the subtweets are like pretty blanket statements, so they could really yeah. apply to so many people in the space that are right, 
right. that are just salty or whatever, like however they are, like, or they think you're salty or confrontational or, yeah. like, and that's the, that's the thing that makes me Google is like, don't you come projecting onto me. You think I'm confrontational and you're the one that started this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yep. That's, that's the thing. That's exactly how I felt as I was like, yo, you're the one that, that, that replied to my original tweets about this shit. You're the one that hit me up about the, the Yeti drama that wanted to know about the drama and my DMS and shit like that. You're the one that's now hit me up and said that I'm confrontational because I, <laughs> I did, I did an asshole thing. It wasn't confrontational by any means, but I, I saw that he was doing a giveaway for, a I, saw, I saw that. I saw and that. I retweeted it and i was like hey man isn't this an ad and he's like no actually i bought this and i'm like and i'm like all right man look and and then that's when he's like why are you so confrontational all the time and i'm like bro if you think that's confrontational and you're looking to get into like anything in the hip-hop world or whatever with like rappers or anything like that like you got a long fucking road bro good like that's not confrontational like that's just me fucking around you know what i mean dude i i know exactly what you mean because like not even like me and Meech have gotten into it or anything like he's a super chill but like there's just times where like he's super busy and i try to like you know i'm like hey yo like you went ghost like what's good like da, da, da. And he's like hey, yeah do yo. you even like me anymore and it's like and it's like yeah it's like yo are you fucking with me right now or are you like right fucking like haha just kidding you know like mm-hmm. and and like you know it's the way he comes back like my bad bro like literally will be like you're fucking hilarious i got a thousand things going on you know and you're like right. oh shit like it's like always an ego check it's like bro you're right like you got fucking you're literally ten thousand times busier than me i gotta i gotta take a step back yeah you know and and it's just like man you just gotta gotta realize that shit it's like not everything and man it's just crazy because it's like we know how that shit works, bro. Yeah, you bought that shit, but we people say they fucking minted it themselves, but they we damn know that they be getting money to fucking buy the shit from right. that company. So, well, yo, that's yo. Mm, I'm glad. I'm so glad you said it because I wasn't even about to get into it because I was like, all right, let me let me stop ranting. I guess so much, but like, one thousand percent, bro. Like he sent me the screenshot on some like. Oh, I bought this. And I'm like, yo, that's why we have the blockchain, bro. Like, it, like the blockchain will will prove that, you know, everything is what it is. Like, you could have easily got that money from anywhere. Like, what are you talking about right now? Like, this shit doesn't make any sense. Like, why? why and then once he starts talking, like, once you, sh- once you try to treat me like I'm fucking stupid, like, that's where it really, like, the conversation shuts down because – I don't do the Twitter back and forth. Like, I don't do that shit. When it comes down to it, like, I said this shit on Twitter. This isn't tough guy talk. Like, this isn't anything like that. I'm I'm going to be at these at these things like whether it be NFT NYC whether it be you know Florida whether it be whatever like I I'm I'm not going to be at everyone I'm not going to be hanging out there for five days or whatever like I have no idea I'll probably bring my girl like we'll go out and do some vacation type shit and and I'll and I'll plan some of it around the uh, the events um, hopefully by that time I'll be doing some speaking stuff like some hosting stuff or whatever like I said I have a hip-hop background I could easily host your uh, your your parties at, at these events and you don't have to worry about people pissing themselves because they're going up on stage for the first time ever like I've done this before like just hit me up um oh man but- you just that just really oh man that just really put the like a missing link into all of that. I mean, it's it's really easy, bro, because like that's when I first got into the scene. That's what I looked at it as. I was like, yo, this is going to be so easy for me to transition what I've done my whole life into this because this is what I do. I podcast, I host, I talk like you could. I mean, we did a live version of the blind box when we were doing our old podcast out at A3C. 
that was an NFT event, but I, I mean, you could drop that at an NFT event and it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, we exactly. Just, we just don't have an NFT. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like one of these projects could easily reach out to me and be like, oh man, you want to, you want to host these? Like, I've noticed that, you know, you got the show, blah, blah, blah. Like you got a hip hop following or whatever. Like you can get some, some new fans in here, but people don't want to do that shit. And so it's like, instead of that, like I, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out a way, like I'm trying to keep doing, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this regardless. Like this is, this is the route for me and for the scene, in my opinion, we can't just only have NFT shows for NFTs. Like artists have to be respected on a platform. That's a, that's, that's just like a, a Jimmy Fallon or a Howard Stern or a Letterman or whatever. Like there needs to be some kind of variety show that's recorded archived um it gives you new uh artists when they're breaking it gives you new content when it breaks um and new information is talked about but it's not pushed uh to death or it's not recapped over and over that's this show and and that's going to be this show like this this is that show you can't have beanie be that guy and you also can't have twitter spaces be that because it just disappears and you don't get to go back and fucking look at what you made they own that they own they Twitter owns that even yeah. if there's an archive for it because people now tell me that there's an archive for it but I'm like yeah but the, and they say it stays up for like 24 hours or for like a couple days or something and I'm like yeah exactly and you don't own it you don't own that content yeah exactly so you're out here creating all this fucking content for people you're okay. hosting all these great conversations with all these amazing artists that that are breaking in this scene day by day for what. It, it vanishes in fucking thin air. Like it's going to get you followers, but what, what are you contributing to this scene past that? And yeah. that's what, that's what bothers me is like, that's what I love about this show. And that's the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because people might look at the show and be like, Oh, it's a podcast. There's no visual to it. It's old school. Um, he's a, he's an old guy. He's a boomer. He's this, he's that, whatever, man. This is the way that it needs to be. Like we need to have an archive. Like we need to be able to have these conversations and even if it's not brain vomit talking for 45 minutes or whatever about his creative process, it's a way to be able to document brain vomit down. Like he is now written into this thing. Like he is now part of the people that have been on the show. These are official artists. These are official people in this scene right now. These aren't the people that are going to be fucking moving on to another scene or another, like they're not going to be trying to host UFC fights or whatever in, in, in five years. Like they're going to be here being artists. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, most definitely. Definitely. I think that's what that's like an important thing is it does. It just doesn't really get highlighted as much because the generative projects and the animal profile pictures and, you know, developer led projects really take the wheel and and they don't really actually care in the long run of, you know, once they sell out, shit, they don't have to necessarily deliver anything. But, you know, they can disappear and go back to their normally jobs. But for me, it's like me releasing a generative project is going to be my fucking next like 10 years of my life yep. is what I'm looking at, you know, like, like I could really build a whole brand around this and keep everything afloat by, you know, literally giving merch, like selling merch through tokenized, you know, tokenized merch, all that stuff. Um, we want to do on chain flowers by <coughs> um, essentially, um, we're creating a VR space for the garden and everyone's going to have their own, their own community tasks and stuff. And you're going to be able to gain seven different tokens to then regenerate your flower. You can also, we're looking into doing 
like you can get more of multiple traits. So then you could really like kind of mutate it, but it'll all be on chain. That's that's cool. That's the next thing. We've we've fucking my friends figured out how to do on chain generation while they're in NFT NYC. And my boy calls me and is like, All right, I can do that shit next round. And I was like, Really? And he was like, Yeah. I didn't realize how easy it was until just now. And I was like, Yo, oh, it's so God. funny because that's what all these coding motherfuckers, like that's what all these devs do is like, that's what I've heard from them a million times. And like, even like one dude, I have one dude that I know um, in real life. That's like uh, a very, very, like he's really smart at this shit. Um, and uh, I've heard it from all of them where they're like, I was doing this shit. Like, actually I just, I was just talking to, I think Nate, uh, Nate FT the other day, he has a, a podcast and he was on here and he was talking about something where he was like, yeah, I built the shit from uh, from scratch because like basically I I was doing it like another way and I was trying to learn it that way. And then like all of a sudden I just looked at it. And I'm like, wait, why am I doing it this way? Like I already know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I just I just need to do it. Like what am I? I just got to stop doing it this way. And I just did it the other way and it fucking looks great and it's way better than the other way now. And I'm like, awesome. And that's what that's what they seem like they all do is like they just learn like it's like they they get like that one moment and then they just fucking break through and then. Poof, yeah, I mean, literally, like, I was tripping on having dupes, like, within the generative project. And right. I was like, man, like, that's, like, that's got me scared as shit. And right. and my, my my boy was literally like, um, hey, yo, I found this, like, code that it's, like, a it's essentially a DNA code. So there will never be, a there could never be a duplicate. And I was like, how the f- oh, DNA code? How, oh, okay. All right, cool. I believe you, but that's crazy. I don't know how you find this shit or how you see. That's it the out. problem. Is like I, I want to um like with the shrug life project that I'm working on right now. Like I want to be able to do like some kind of a generative project with that. Um, and I want to be able to have like you know like a team that I could that I could trust to do that. Where like you know where it could get done and like you know be easy and simple, and I could just like believe them enough to be able to be like, all right, I can do this project. It's not going to get my blood pressure up. It's not going to get my fucking heart going or whatever. Like I can just do. I can have a normal sleep schedule somewhat. Like it's it's just going to be like a normal thing or whatever. That's what I need to find because I've talked to a lot of people and like I've heard a lot of horror stories where it's like people being up for like three days before the men like trying to get everything right and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I, I can't do that. Like I can't like that 10 years ago, I would have, I would have said, sign me up. I'm fucking in. But like right now, no way. I'm too old for that shit. Like I can't handle it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. I can't do <laughs> lethal weapon shit. I'm yeah, it really is, shit. man. Like that's <laughs> like there's certain things in this show that are just about me. It's like that logic. Did did you hear that uh the show that I played where I played the logic clip? The no. rapper logic? Yeah, I know the rapper logic. All right, so I got this uh I got this clip. I want to play it now before we uh before we wrap things up just because um it's it's one of the clips that I've been kind of playing around here. Um, back when we were doing the blind box, uh, catfish and I, um, we would do skits and bits and stuff like that. And, um, one of the things about me was that I don't like to go outside or I don't like to do anything. I don't go anywhere. Like I would just hang out in the bungalow, which was oh, like yep. my area where I could just record and stuff like that. And like it, it, that was just my, my place or whatever. And, um, and fish would be like, you got to go outside, man. And I'd be like, no, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. And, um, and he's like, wow, he's, you're like Earl sweatshirt. And I'm like, yeah, basically like, I'm basically like Earl sweatshirt. Like that's <laughs> what it is. Then I heard a logic clip where logic was talking. He was basically saying the same shit. And I was like, wow, for the first time ever, I agree with logic. Like this is, this is fucking groundbreaking. 
And so for the show, what I did was I went through and I snipped it up and I, and we did a conversation between myself and catfish, except for myself is being played by logic. So I'll play that now real quick. And, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap things up. Sure. Let's see what happens here. Oh, no, hold on. I got to do it again. Cause it, it, for some reason with shout out to Zencaster, they're a great uh, situation. For some reason, when I play these clips, sometimes they'll, they'll play them at like a slow tempo or like a really fast tempo. And then I have to play it again right after that. So let's try this again. G what's going on, man? It's fish. Yo, I'm just hitting you up. Just trying to see how, how everything's been going, man. Cause I, I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, you, you've been going out, you've been doing anything. What's up? No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. You you don't do anything? Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all, nobody, so. Wait, wait, how do you not fuck with nobody? It's very simple. I, I stay in my house, and just me, my homies, my fiance, my, my little puppy I just got. You got a puppy? And I don't fuck with nobody, I don't go anywhere, I don't go to parties, I barely go outside. Like, literally, I really don't go outside that much. At all? Just because I don't, I don't fuck with nobody. So uh, yeah, that's that's my uh, that's basically me. I, maybe I am confrontational. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly that clip is me too. I literally don't leave my studio unless I'm going to get coffee or weed. And other than that, I'm back in my studio and I don't do shit. Just yeah. paint or doodle or fucking buy NFTs. For, for what it's worth, uh, Catfish isn't like a – he's a creative guy when we do the podcast and stuff like that. But he's not like the – he's not the artist type at all really. Like he doesn't have anything that he does that's like a creative art for him. He does writing and stuff like that. But um, for him, like the social aspect is like a big part of his writing and stuff. Like he likes he likes that aspect. And yeah. for me, I'm like, no, like not me. Like I'll, I'll lock myself in the studio for like fucking like three weeks with a couple ounces of weed or whatever, like, you know, like record, yeah. you know, do music stuff or whatever. Like I'll, I'll do all that type of shit. And now I've just kind of taken that energy and put it over to the podcast. Yeah. Except now you are talking to people. You're just not going outside. Yeah. And, and that's way better, like <laughs> yeah. way better. And there's no webcam or anything like that. So I don't have to worry about that shit. Cause that makes me feel awkward. Like same I grew up in a house where my dad would, he would always use the term nonverbals and uh, he learned it from like his work or whatever, where he'd be like, your nonverbals are telling me. And I'm like, all right, all right, whatever, man. And then eventually now, like I'm very triggered to like people doing shit that, um, you know, that, that like tips the hand of how they feel or whatever, like whether they notice it or not, like I've just become very hyper aware to that type of shit. And it's cost me some, like, yeah, it has, it has put me in some confrontational moments. Um, but that's because I can't handle the bullshit. Like I, I know what it is. And so I call it out because I I've been around it. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've kind of like learned, you know, I'm, I'm old enough now where I've learned some shit. Like I've learned that sometimes you go with your gut. It's funny. Cause I just look at it in the perspective of how, where, how old we are because of how long we've been in the space. And like, you're like, you know, you're early as fuck. You know, you came in like a month or a month and a half, maybe after me technically, but like I didn't technically start selling, selling art until like June, late June. Right. Um, But so it's just funny because it's like, I don't even look at when you're talking about, you you know, life shit. I'm literally just thinking of the terms of how long we've been in this space because it feels like a lifetime. 
No, it's it, and that's what I and that's what I had to notice. Like that's what I had to realize when I first got into the space. Is like I thought it was like any other kind of community or scene or even you know job setting or whatever, where like people take the time to like know what you did or learn what you did or whatever. That doesn't really happen here. Like it's it's very much um, just like what are you doing now? And if you don't have thirty thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers or you know if you're not you know, part of the pumping aspect or whatever, then like, you don't really count. You know what I mean? That's how you feel. And like, and, and, and I, I'm trying to, to, to get past that. Like, that's what I'm, you know, and we're going to be here for round two is what it comes down to. Like I said, like a lot of these people that are influencers now, like I've said it for the last fucking two months. Um, a lot of these people that are influencers now, like they're not here for the art side they're not here for the community like they could they could use those words as much as they want but like they're here to to catapult them into another position and um that's what's gonna happen like like i said like i've said it before like you know shout out to art chick like she's cool like she uh she's out here doing her thing um you know shouts to her but what's with the garden i'm gonna say that and that's what I'm saying. Like shouts to her. Like I get it. Like she's out here. She she's out here being supportive of the NFT community um, in her own way. But the only thing I'll say is, Art Chick is named Art Chick, and we don't know what she collected before NFTs. We have no idea. Like we don't yeah. know. Like, we've never. I've never been able to talk to her about it. Like she's never come out and talked about it and said like, oh, I actually started collecting when I was 13 years old or blah blah. blah. Like we have no fucking clue. Like we we. We know that she does crypto shit and we know that she does she she's art chick. Like other yeah. than that, that's it. I think that's why I like Gary Vee so much, just because it's like you know what that dude's fucking interested in. Right. And like, that, and that's and he might pump some shit. Like people might have a hard time. It might give him a hard time sometimes about oh, jumping yeah. into discords and stuff like that. But like at least you know what you're getting with him from like what he's done or whatever. And like and that's where with me, I feel like that should hold something. You know, like I said, I did the blind box for over 250 episodes where we talked to artists and creatives and all that. Um, you know, you you were showing me a picture earlier about how you have a, you know, you had a, a picture uh, in um, in Times, Times Square. Square on a yeah. billboard. Like that shit's dope. Like that's something that, that you did before NFTs existed or whatever. Like, yeah. These are things that like we still had a life before all this shit and all of that just it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the segment. Like all that shit just sums up to, to where we are now and it only makes us more valuable in the space. And I'm not going to let a, a person who is, you know, 22 years old and has no idea about marketing or whatever. Tell me about how I shouldn't, you know, expect anything uh, like freebies or handouts for for these these projects being on my show. Like that's, no, yeah. that's not how it goes. Like you got to learn some shit, bro. Exactly. You know? No, so. for real. All right, Steven. Well, uh, this has been a uh, confrontational segment of more, of more things. <laughs> um, I appreciate you stopping through, bro. Uh, just to give everybody an idea, the Knicks uh, have blown this one. They're now down 122 to 109. So, oh man, I I I tweeted at Gary V because he said, "What's the score going to be?" I said, "Knicks were going to win." It was like I said, one twelve to like one oh seven or some shit. Damn, Cavs are winning. Yeah, Cavs are winning right now. I didn't mm-hmm. even see exactly how this happened, but Knicks are still trying to figure it out. The the way that I got it, the way I explained it the other day was um. 
there are a bunch of guys that are used to being the the number one option and on their team at some point in their career. And they're now all on the same team trying to figure out like, who's the real number one option? Like who's the up and coming number one option? Like how much you should use the other options. Like they're just used to being the main guy. That's true. You know? So like Randall, like he's the same way quickly when he was in uh, college or whatever, like Randall, like, like uh, Derek Rose, um, RJ. Nice. Derrick yeah. Rose is looking so nice. I love oh, I know, watching I love that. It. Yeah, I, I love watching his, uh, especially with his story or whatever, just the fact that he was, exactly. you know, everybody counted him the fuck out. Dude, and now his, his knees are like rubber bands. Knees, all that <laughs> shit, bro. And it's crazy because like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Golden State fan. I've been a Golden State Warriors fan since like Baron Davis and Jay Rich. But, right. but watching Derrick Rose, no matter what team he's on, has literally almost been just as exciting than it is watching the Warriors win yeah no he's fun i, I yeah. love the fact that i get to watch him on the knicks like i i think the knicks have a really high ceiling this year so as long as they they got to figure some things out i'm not going to say that they're the best team in the east right now and blah 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 but um they got a lot of potential so they're gonna be fun to watch yeah um anyways uh this has been <laughs> this has been uh more things this is an episode of uh a, a segment of like an offshoot of four things basically um, where I have artists come through and hang out and, uh, and talk about stuff. If you have a project and you want to, um, you want to hit me up and work out some kind of a promo package um, like what I was talking about during the show, feel free to do that. Um, you can check out my open four things uh, without the podcast. Um, you can check me out on Twitter at four things podcast. Um and like I said, Shrug Life OGs are up. I uh, got one of those with Brain Vomit. Uh, it came out uh, fucking dope. Thank you very much, sir. No. Um, and uh, there's some other great artists that have contributed. Uh, you can go check those out. And there's going to be more of those on the way. There's an, There might be a little bit of an offset collection from that that might make some people upset. Uh, but only if they rugged people. Um, if, they, if they rugged people, then they might be very upset. But they're probably not in the space anymore. So what the fuck does it matter? Um, and that's about it. Uh, brain vomit. Do me a favor. Let me know where, let people know where they can get a hold of you and follow you and the project and anything else that if we left anything out that you want to cover, um, or that you want to throw out there now is the time to do that. All right. Um, so you guys can follow me on my Twitter. It's at Steven underscore underscore Ray. And that's R E A. Um, and then my project it's 4,444 generated flowers, all hand-drawn by me, 300 and I think eight traits. I scrapped a, a couple. Um, the, the Twitter for that is at BV underscore NFT. And uh, yeah, hope you guys find it and go to Mint. I got everything set up there. The Discord's there for the invites, the open seat collection for the flowers, and the mint page is all set up on my Twitter. By the way, um, just real quick uh, before we wrap up, uh, I was talking to my dad the other day, and I said I got a podcast segment tonight. Um, it's with uh, it's with Brain Vomit actually, and he goes, "Oh, that's the most valuable one that I have in my wallet right now." And I said, that's great. Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> He's a holder. Um, yeah, yeah. Stephen uh, sent my dad over one of his first NFTs um, a couple months ago, and my dad's been holding it, um, mainly because he doesn't have the Ethereum to be able to post anything for sale, but still, he loves it. So That's um, what I do with my friends. When they want to get in the space, <laughs> I send them something, and they're like, wait, it costs how much to list? And I'm like, ha, hold on to it. 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened where I was like, just hold it. Like eventually gas will go down or whatever, but you'll be okay. It'll or be eventually worth it. it'll be worth it to list exactly. <laughs> gas, <Yep>. you know. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, um, but yeah, thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you stopping through the show and um, shout out to everybody who's listening. Um, you know, shout out to all the supporters and all that. And shout out to the people who uh, appreciate me for for who I am and for not labeling me as uh, as being a fucking lunatic or confrontational or crazy <laughs> or integrity or freebies or handouts or whatever else, man. I'm just out here trying to exist. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll hit a Yeats Rich, but if not, either way, I'm going to keep doing this show. So um, I'll see you all around and uh, we'll catch you next time, man. Appreciate yeah, you. No, thank you for having me on, man. Of course. Uh, peace out, y'all. Later, man. <laughs>